Why do we work hard to solve small problems? Why do we reinvent ourselves and our clients over and over? And why are we giving away marketing strategy for free? It's time to bring home bigger paychecks. It's time to create the lifestyle we deserve and to make a greater impact. This is the Fractional CMO Show, and I'm Casey Stanton. Join me as we explore this growing industry and learn to solve bigger problems. Hey, it's Casey here, and today I want to talk about how you can become a fractional chief marketing officer while being employed full-time. And the kind of the, the point of this conversation is, is for you to create a outcome in your life that makes sense for you, and I don't want you just to kind of YOLO it. Right to use kind of a, a a timely term, a lot of people talk about yoloing. Like you only live once. Just quit the job, start become a fractional CMO, and everything will be good. Right? You can't afford maybe to yolo because maybe you're like me. Maybe you're married. Maybe you have a family. Maybe it's a lot to ask your spouse to let you yolo into a new life, into a new um, career. Right? So I knew personally uh, when I decided that I wanted to become a fractional CMO. I knew that I couldn't just jump into it with both feet and throw everything else away. Why? Because I had car payments, because I had more, uh, rent, right? Because I had a lifestyle that I wanted to keep up with. I couldn't just leave it. Um, I actually came up with the idea to become a fractional CMO. It kind of came to me um, uh, during wedding planning. So my wife and I, we were living in Nashville in an RV, we had previously lived in New Orleans. I was a professor of marketing at Tulane University and decided, eh, I think I kind of want something different, a change of pace. We decided to sell everything that we had except for some art and our bed, which ultimately was an unnecessary thing for us to keep. Um, you spend a lot of money in it for a storage unit over a couple of years to keep a bed that just isn't worth that. So if anyone's thinking that, just save the art, right? Just save the, the small stuff. You don't have to save the art or excuse me, the furniture or the... Uh, you know, the couch, you don't need to save that stuff. Okay. All right. So um, my wife and I, uh, we sold everything. We bought an RV. We bought a 27-foot Coachman Freedom Express. We bought it brand new off the lot. It was a new old stock, and we got it in um, in Ohio. I think it was in uh, Cincinnati, well, Columbus. It's one of the sea cities. I can't, I can't really remember. So we picked that up, and we had a Dodge Durango. Got a brand new Dodge Durango um, that had a tow package on it from the factory so that we could pull this uh, trailer. Now, I'm sure someone listening to this is going to say, hey, Casey, I don't know if a V6 should be pulling an RV of that um, weight. And, you know, you would be right. Uh, we didn't appreciate that at the time. Um, certainly, as we went into the adventure, we realized just how underpowered our, our vehicle was. Um, okay, but all things said, my wife and I were traveling around the country trying to find a place for us to... Uh, to settle down in a place that we wanted to choose because we decided, you know, what what made sense for us for a city. We said we want a city that has sidewalks. We want to be walkable to everything. We want to be able to walk to the grocery store, take our you know future kids to school. Um, we want a city that has really great museums and and a nightlife and a lot of beauty and proximity to nature and all that kind of stuff. So while we were city dating, we uh, got engaged and got married. We got married in. Nashville. And we got married at the Skirmerhorn Symphony Center. It was unbelievable, beautiful wedding. My wife did just an incredible job planning it. And we had our um, reception at Acme Feed and Seed, which is right on Broadway. It's at the base of Broadway. We did a second line between it, kind of New Orleans style. Just really had a great time. It was a really wonderful experience. 
But there was so much happening around that time, so much in my mind around the planning. I actually find that's when I'm the most creative. Like when when I kind of use my creativity almost as a way to um, kind of self-regulate. Like I'm kind of boxed in on this wedding as in, okay, we have all these timelines and deadlines and all this stuff. And I just kind of feel like I'm just kind of a mule kind of pushing my way through it all. And I just would let my brain just kind of flutter um, on dog walks and things like that, just to kind of get out, my head out of, uh, out of the wedding planning. And I remember I was walking around the RV park at, um, uh, in Nashville, and this RV park was bleak. There was no one there. It was a couple of um, like long-term folks there, maybe like two or three trailers. Uh, and I don't, I don't really know where they were working. They might have been um, you know, construction workers, that kind of thing. But really, it was just us. They were kind of relegated to a different corner. And we had the whole property all to ourselves. It's a large property because it was the middle of the winter. I mean, we got married in, in, uh, in February. So it was kind of a wild time to be there. And I would just spend a lot of time with my dog walking around. And this idea of, of becoming a fractional CMO started kind of presenting itself to me. And um, I knew I was onto something. And I decided, you know, this is what I want to do. But do you really think I could go over to my fiance, my now wife, and say, hey, honey, Adelaide, um, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop doing everything I'm doing at this marketing agency. I'm just going to give it all up right now. I know we got this big wedding coming up. I know it's going to be expensive. Um, but you know what? YOLO. <laughs> you know, what would have happened if I would have said that? Obviously, it wouldn't have been a, um, a well-received uh, conversation. So if you're like me or like I was, maybe you don't have the risk runway or the risk tolerance. Maybe you, didn't, you don't have the war chest saved up for you to be able to take a year off to kind of find yourself. What I think is exciting about becoming a fractional CMO is that you don't have to do that. You don't have to like all or nothing. I want to ask you this. What would it be like if you had one client paying you $3,000, $4,000, $5,000 a month and you were working an hour or two hours a week for them? What would that do for you? What would that do for your like kind of perception of, of your abilities, um, the freedom that you could uh, kind of see and taste? Right? Like, I'm not trying to convince you. I'm just asking you. What happens if someone trusted you in their organization to act as their chief marketing officer and you were able to do that in just an hour or two a week and you brought in three, four, five thousand dollars a month for that work? Would that kind of change your perception? Maybe you're working as a marketer for an agency or maybe you're working as a marketer um, as an employee and maybe you're making. Six thousand, seven thousand, eight thousand, nine, ten, fifteen thousand dollars a month, whatever it is, just what would it be like to have an extra three, four, five thousand coming in? I'm sure you could probably even squeeze a call in here or there, maybe during your lunch hour. You know, your call, how to do that ethically. I'm not asking you to be unethical with your with your client. You know, someone's taking a risk on you, they've employed you, they're expecting certain things from you. And there's nothing precluding you from servicing a client maybe on a different coast. Let's say you're in New York. Could you work with someone in LA and you meet with that person in LA at four o'clock uh, you know, Pacific time, which would be well after your day's over on East Coast time. You could do that, right? Optics would be great. And you could go and you could win that client and service them and just taste what it would be like to be a fractional CMO. That's what I want you to consider. What would it be like for you to have that 
three, four, five thousand dollars a month coming in recurring, long term contract, minimum six months. What would that do for you on your, uh, you know, self confidence, your confidence in your abilities, your confidence in your, uh, in, in the opportunity that's kind of in front of you? Because you know that you're a good marketer. You've been doing marketing long enough to know how to do marketing campaigns well. You know how to lead a team. You've probably led teams before. They might be small teams. They might be large teams. Maybe you're like, oh, you know what, Casey? I don't think there's many uh, you know, great things that I've done in marketing. Well, if I asked you to really sit down and come up with like your highlight reel, I bet there's some pretty badass stuff that you've done. So it's about packaging that badass stuff that you've done and positioning yourself in a way that you can really serve organizations as a fractional CMO. So... I think, it's, I think it's just like a novel way to look at things. I'm not telling you to, to you know, quit and just like go hustle really hard. I'm telling you, be smart. There's probably someone that you know that you could go work with. There's probably someone that you know that could introduce you to someone that you could work with. And you could go sell a three, four, five thousand $5,000 a month client. You could service them. You could create a great value for them. Right? This isn't about you fleecing an organization and taking money. No, 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 no. This is about you offering super high value outcomes uh, for the organization. Just think of this. If an organization could have a chief marketing officer for $36,000 a year, is that the deal of the century or what? To get your best ideas one hour a week for an organization that's going to implement them and you don't have to implement them? Think about the value that you're providing. I mean, I hope you can see that If you take all the work that you currently do, let's say in your full-time job, and you start breaking it down, you've got like four buckets of work. You got one bucket of work where what you're doing is worth less than 10 bucks an hour, right? Then you got another bucket of work that's maybe 10 to 50 bucks an hour. Then another one, 50 to maybe $100 an hour. Then you have another bucket that's worth way more than 100 bucks an hour. It might be $1,000 an hour. It might be $5,000 an hour. You might not work 40 hours a week doing that $1,000 an hour work, but you know you can do it, right? You know the value and the implication of you choosing the right technology, the right MarTech stack to ensure that the right lists are mailed with certain messages that elicit a certain response. Like these things are important and you know the value of them. What I'm kind of asking you to consider is what if you just did that really important $1,000 an hour work for a client and you only worked one hour a week? I'm sure you could come up with the value there. So that's the encouragement here. Think through that. Think through that opportunity. And then how many clients do you need in at $3,000, $4,000, $5,000 a month in order for you to bet on yourself, in order for you to say, all right, all right, this fractional CMO thing, you're right. COVID forever changed the landscape, the hiring landscape. Uh, Companies are now hiring remote more than ever before. Companies now understand and appreciate um, what marketing can do for their business. And they need a marketing leader who isn't their nephew or their cousin or, you know, the kid down the street who's been doing social media. They also know that they don't need a uh, unicorn who can do everything. They need someone who can lead the team. And if that's you, this is your opportunity to really kind of like step into that role, stand up and like kind of be seen as this marketing strategist, this marketing leader. And all I'm asking you to do is consider it for, for doing it for a client one hour a week. I think it could really change the course of your career, the impact that you make, and kind of the wealth that you're able to build. So maybe you think, maybe, you know what, Casey, this would be really cool. I want to bring on one additional client in the next 12 months. What a great goal, right? 
Maybe you're more of a hustler and you say, hey, I want to do it in the next 30 days. Cool. That's totally possible too. I mean, we've got a, uh, a member inside the CMOX Accelerator. And when he, did, when he set his sights, when he said, Casey, I'm committed to this. I want to bring in, uh, I want to start providing fractional CMO services. He brought in $10,000 a month in recurring business from his first sale and he did it in 21 days. And then he got another one at $10,000 a month within the next like 30 days. So like 51 days in, he's got $20,000 a month in recurring business. Now he hustled maybe harder than you've got capacity to hustle because you've got twins, right? Or you've got a special needs kid or you've got an ailing parent. Okay, I get it. Like everyone's um, uh, life is different, but you just need to extend the time horizon to get these results and just be realistic. Don't say, Casey, I want this all done by Friday because that might not really be possible. I mean, it, it is possible, right? But it might not be possible for you because of your relationships, because of your capacity, et cetera. This is what we help people with inside of the CMOX Accelerator. So if you were to join the CMOX Accelerator, you would chat with uh, folks on my team. You chat with uh, John and Hannah, and they'd just make sure that we could help you. And if they think that you could, you'd hop in. And then we would have a game plan call where uh, myself or one of our team members, we would walk you through one-on-one -on -one and come up with a bespoke game plan just for you on what makes sense for your business. And I'll tell you, here's what's probably going to make sense. To get clients or to take the clients that you have and either get rid of them because you'll never make the... Um, leverage that you need with them, or transform the clients that you have to be clients that are paying you for marketing strategy. I mean, we had a, a copywriter who was doing copywriting work, and he was able to transform his relationship from, you know, getting paid on the word to getting paid for marketing strategy. I want you to have that opportunity too. If you don't have any other clients besides a full-time, uh, like W-2 employer, that's fine. What are the steps for you to get in position to start winning business at three, four, five thousand dollars a month, or I mean, upwards of ten thousand. I just think that that could be a lot to ask of you before you're really ready to leave the the full time job, right? Maybe you're the kind of person who's like, you know what? I'm only working thirty hours a week at my full time job. I want to add in a uh, a ten thousand dollar a month client. That's certainly possible, um, but also maybe that could be too much for your lifestyle, and maybe just a couple of these one two hour a week clients would be better for you. So. If you were to join the CMOX Accelerator, I'd walk you through this. You'd come through our trainings. Um, I'd hold your hand through it, answer all your questions. We do live calls. We do trainings. We do two major trainings every single quarter on how to grow your business and then how to grow your client's business. Everyone works together to grow themselves and to grow their client's business. We're all kind of in it to support one another and to support ourselves. So it's it's a neat thing we got going on, and it's not for everybody. But if you're an, if you're an employed person and you're considering creating a career as a marketing consultant or you know, a fractional CMO, first, I encourage you to consider becoming a fractional CMO because of the leverage that you create and the length of relationships. A consultant has a 30-day, a 90-day contract. A fractional CMO works for a company for years and years on end, potentially. So um, I think there's a lot of value in this. And if you're interested, I encourage you to just head over to cmox.co forward slash invite cmox.co slash invite and see if you got what it takes to be a uh, in-demand fractional CMO and see if we can help you. And if we can, I'd love to help you. And if not, I wish you all the best. All right, take care. Thank you for joining us for today's show. For more information and episodes, visit our site at fractionalcmoshow.com. Go ahead and punch that like and subscribe button on your favorite podcast app. It means a lot, at least to my mom. 